Excellent. We were just joined by Scott Watson, um, leading emotional intelligence speaker and talker in his field, in his profession. And it was really, 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 really good to have him on the show. I don't know if, I, I'm sure you guys enjoyed it at home. Gave a lot more perspective to the book that myself, French and P have been reading emotion, on emotional intelligence by Daniel Goldman. Remember, you're tuned into Fully Books. That's F-U-L-L-E-B-O-O-K-E-D. Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook. My goodness, we're everywhere. Um, <laughs> guys, what, what, what were your thoughts on the conversation with Scott? Um, yeah, it was cool. I mean... Do you know what? I was going to actually ask another question. You, Wait, let's ask it here. Let's, let's ask it between us. No, no. I mean, I was going to ask you guys a question. Yeah. Like, in, like, after speaking with uh, an expert, someone that's obviously in the field for 16 years, yeah. what, what's your actual take on emotional intelligence? Like, how do you, what, what, what comes to mind when you think about emotional intelligence? P, I'll let you kick off. Um, I know I didn't really say much in the conversation. I enjoyed, no, I enjoyed a lot of what he was saying, and I took yeah. a lot. I took a lot from the conversation. Yeah. Um, I think I mentioned this probably in the Instagram story. I kind of when I think of emotional intelligence, intelligence. Sorry, I think you mentioned something not too long ago as Who's well. You French, sorry French. Yeah, yeah. I think of someone. Dare I say, almost like a, I don't want to say call it an out of body experience, but almost like another person maybe on your shoulder in regards to maybe guiding you and managing your thoughts and your feelings and helping you think clearly as to maybe a decision not necessarily a decision but yeah. let's say a decision that you're about to make as such yeah. um, I mentioned obviously uh, obviously I mentioned in our discussion with Scott mm-hmm. um, that I feel I'm a product of emotional intelligence and I feel I quite regularly I'm either inspired or motivated by things around me as such yeah. and in places such as in school um, not that <coughs> I wasn't intelligent but I felt my emotional intelligence was probably a lot stronger and on a higher level than my IQ per se and obviously there's loads of examples obviously in the book as to um, individuals who weren't necessarily um, thriving let's say or enhancing in normal education but at the same time when they did activities in relation to emotional intelligence they were one of the most intelligent um, children in the classroom so hence I felt felt his well the discussion with him as to some of those aspects I thought were really interesting that's a good you made some good points um do you know what's interesting? One of the things you said about you felt like you've always felt that your emotional intelligence is higher than yeah. your IQ, and I think, guys, if you, as I said, if you haven't got it already, it, it, Daniel Goleman, emotional intelligence, why it can matter more than IQ. There's a lot of scientific terms, references, phrases in there, but the essence you get from it is so far we've read half the book, and the essence that we're getting from it is emotional intelligence can be just important, if not more, than IQ. And one of the things that I've come across in the book. It relates to people having high high IQs, but actually not being in the in the director roles that that maybe their IQ suggests they should be, because they actually don't have the cognitive, social, i.e. the emotional intelligence. So you want to see liaise with people? Let's go for a drink down a pub after work. Silence. <laughs> so it's just they have nothing else to say. That yeah, they can they can they could they can work out the square root of six hundred and eighteen in a split second, but. Can you manage the social dynamics in a room? Silence. They can't. They can't speak about everyday things like, do you know? Yeah, my kids do the same. Or really, I've really enjoyed that. It's just things like that. It's just yeah. the general chit chat. And it's been often been said. I mean, in the working world, I mean, environments I've worked in, there's people, our friends, universities, blah blah blah, that I've gone out for dinner with, and they've said, yeah, this person got hired on this basis, and that was after a drink down a pub. Yeah. Literally. Right, but that's yeah. You get that. You get um, uh, obviously it depends on what field that you're in that you're gonna get emotional intelligence wins. Like in the entertainment business, you'll find I reckon entertainment. I mean, emotional intelligence is gonna be much more prevalent being used on a daily basis because you need to be aware of your surroundings, who's talking shit, who's not. Mm-hmm. Like, don't for me. Like when I think of in- emotional intelligence, like. I, br- I relate it back to being honed, like basically when you're on the roads. Like when I was on, the, when you're on the roadside and whatever, you have to be emotionally intelligent. Like you have to be, you have to be able to look at someone and be like, okay, this person is dodgy, or you you get that kind of awe off of someone's like, is he trying to suck me? Is he kind of try and set me up? Or mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So you have to always be have that emotional intelligence. Awareness, yeah, yeah awareness. awareness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And going back to what P was saying. Um, <laughs> 
you said that you always knew that you was emotionally always. intelligent. What what was it that you reckon made you more aware of knowing you was emotionally intelligent? Because I know what you mean, because I, I felt it myself, but is there anything particular that you would say, you can kind of say, or pinpoint, okay, this is why I know emotionally <laughs> intelligent, in, intelligent, sorry. Um, I'm just gonna not necessarily go on a tangent as such, but no, I'm, gonna kinda, thing, I'm gonna go back as to uh, maybe some of my early inspirations. Mm. And I think with, my, some, with some of my early inspirations, I've always felt I can reach the the heights that they have as such, or our our passion level. I, don't, I mean, I'm just babbling, so I'm saying, yeah. So my passion was as equal as my those people who I looked up to as such, and not that in school that I wasn't smart as such, because um, I felt I did understand these things, but it was a case of maybe not necessarily maybe getting the grades um, that equaled. Um, my knowledge or yeah my actual knowledge yeah. and, and I had, I've had teachers who have told me actually I, I do believe you're very intelligent but sometimes you don't necessarily articulate or not necessarily articulate because I don't think articulating was necessarily a problem but mm. I don't think you necessarily put down the discussions we have in the classroom actually on a piece of paper yeah. so I was very aware that um, and I don't think that's anything to do with actually emotional intelligence but I was very aware that I was intelligent but I wasn't quite thriving in that environment whereas I was very in touch with my, my, my emotions, my feelings. And as I mentioned previously, obviously in regards to um, me, that's where I get my drive and a lot of my source of energy from. So I knew, yeah, I just know where to get my source of energy from as such. And I don't know if I've articulated that very well, but. No, you have, you have to be. And do you know what was really interesting to me? There's a lot of gems that um, Scott dropped on us, which was very good because I'm not gonna lie, I've been reading the book and one of the things, it's, it's, it's not a- <laughs> you guys know I have, but it's not one of the free-flowing, easy-to-read books. It it is. There's some scientific terms and phrases in there you might have to pause and Google, or in my case, not just skip over them. But like, but one of the one of the things that um was relevant in there and what P has related to is, and I, I've just lost my trailer thought. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I can yeah. just interject there. So yeah. like. He, I mean, I was reading a, a part today, and I think it was in um, the, the, the final part of what we're reading, we're going through today, which was I think was social emotions. Mm. And what I could not help or get away from was from public speakers, yeah. um, whose words are very, very powerful, but at the same time, um, their emotions they they give out to the audience, um, their their tones. I don't know why I've seen Alex Ferguson quite a lot because I think in he's a don. That's why. Yeah, well, we know yeah, that anyway. But it's not just. It's man management. Thank you. So yeah, of course. Talking about a lot of copying, I think. So, oh, so that, that was the, the part with the, the personal like style, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot in it. So I'm just babbling, but like, no, it, you, it, 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 it doesn't surprise me that Man United embodied who he was. It's because he had fantastic skills and he was able to Personable impart them. Skills, never give yeah. up. He was, yes, he was able to impart yeah. them on his his staff, his yeah. team, his um, um the players. And for those individuals who weren't able to embody what he believed, they had to go. Yeah. And it made a lot of sense. I remember my point now, Pete. Um, it was about when um, Scott, because both yourself and French have worked in education yeah. heavily, when Scott started speaking about the impact, the actual, not just the students and it being taught to the students, but actually the teachers teaching the students any given subject, the impact they have on their emotional intelligence in just the way they present information or speak to the children I found that really interesting. I think that's a different thing. That re- yeah, I found that really, really, really interesting because at the end of the day, he's right. For how many years you have to sust- you have to be in um, you formally have to be in education from sixteen to four five, so eleven, twelve. Yeah, at least ten years, fifteen years. What, 10 yeah, years, at least 10 years. all those years, the parent you don't know they could be doing an amazing job at home, but the majority of the child's time is spent at school around the students and around teachers. Hmm. They're shaping your child for the future. Of course, I, I always. And, Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, sorry. And they're embodying, it, sometimes it could be the teacher, they're embodying their personalities, the way they think about things, their lack of, their emotions or lack of onto your child. Do you, does that make sense? No, that makes a lot of sense. And it's something that Scott raised, which I thought was, was, was a really, really good point. And it's whether or not actually our teachers who are teaching, which one day will hopefully be our kids, how to present themselves, not just in the workplace, but in everyday situations, scenarios. But you get that in schools where <clears throat> a lot of teachers, I'm not gonna say they're not emotionally intelligent, but 
they're not able to be emotionally intelligent enough to connect with the students they're teaching. And obviously, as as I think Scott explained about the teacher that was having to take an hour, extra hour or so to get to work, and obviously that's going to affect their performance at school. Yeah. So you obviously need strategies so those things don't happen if you are running late or you... I mean, I think as, as a, a good teacher... If you know that's just happening for eighteen months, you would have after four months you would have been like, Cool, obviously this this is going on, let me prepare for it, so I need to get up earlier or I need to go to bed earlier. So I mean when it comes to that I think as I think P was gonna say, that was that's what separates your standard teacher from your, your good and great teachers mm. because they they're not gonna obviously it's hard it's not gonna I'm not gonna say you're not going to bring your personal life to work, but you're not. You shouldn't be bringing your personal life to work. You should be able to do what you're doing because at the end of the day, you're coming into your inner job in an environment where you're going to be moulding the next generation's mind. So if you're going into that classroom with a chip on your shoulder, that energy is being put onto the students. The students are very smart and probably even more so nowadays when it comes to being emotionally intelligent because they can sense it you can sense I mean even when we was in school you could sense when your teacher's pissed off and you can almost turn the screw if you wanted to and we used to do it we used to literally make teachers snap to the point where they're crying and running out getting the head teacher Mm -hmm. head teacher has to come in reprimand everyone wearing stitches though because we've just made another teacher flip their wig do you know what I mean yeah at that age you don't know any it's not you don't know any better but it's it's hilarious it's funny it's funny yeah. at the time I'm not gonna I'm not gonna condone it and say yeah, yeah. go out and do it but yeah. those are things we was doing and we was emotionally intelligent enough to know where you kind of are emotionally yourself because if you come in with a certain with a certain uh, aura and a certain I don't know. Yeah, certain or and certain energy, energy and belief in yourself. That's gonna filter down to us, and we, as students, I say us, but as students, you're gonna pay attention to that. You're mm. gonna be aware of it. You're gonna sense it. You can you can feel that energy of okay, this teacher means business. Mm-hmm. He's got something to say, or she's got something to say. Let's knuckle pay down attention. and pay attention. Do you know what I'm so just for the purpose of you guys listening, me and Pock actually went to the same high school. And there's a teacher, Mr. W, I won't say his full name. Okay. Yeah. You knew when he's in the building, fix up, look sharp. (laughs) Simple as. No no pussyfooting around. And there's other teachers you knew you can kind of get away with. There's other teachers that you, not me per se, but you see people having an open flirt with. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because they have a madness, by the way, bro. Um, I used to do that. Certain teachers. Oh, what was her name? Oh, this, 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 what it is, what? you're like double, <laughs> you're double the size of me and Pete, so you're probably looking like 21 at the age of 12. No, nah, it wasn't even that. She was just really smart. Oh, Miss Michaels, what? Dance teacher, mad thing. But yeah, we used to, um, yeah, we used to blatantly flirt with her still. But it was on a joke thing, because obviously she wasn't really reciprocating it that that. But yeah, those, those are fun times. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry, we were talking about schools. Yeah. I, I mean... I mean, I say this to a lot of a lot of friends and stuff like that. People that they really need to understand that not that they're not actually impacting their children in regards to their emotional intelligence, but they actually have no idea generally what's actually going on in the schools in regards to how the teachers actually imparting their energy and let's say let's call it energy their energy onto their child. Let's remove the fact that they're going there to to be educated and talk about the emotional intelligence in regards to. Um, the way they bond with the child the way they um, make the environment um, suitable for the child to learn as well mm. and that's before anything's been learned because I don't want to throw a, a narrative out there that not a lot has been done in schools because I think there's a lot of amazing teachers out there yeah. there is a part to education where actually you know what there's things that need to be worked on or things that definitely can be improved upon and I definitely think from my personal experience yeah. I think there's a lot that can be done in regards to emotional intelligence because I think I learned at a later stage how to manage either my emotions in order to get this, that, and the third done. Do you think? Do you guys think that you learn from experience as well? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think with emotional intelligence as well. Obviously, as you just said, it's it's a experience and a learn. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a learning curve. I just find, yeah, I mean, 
depending on your situations, you, you, you learn from those experiences. So you could be around someone and I don't know, like when I think of emotional intelligence as well, I also get that just a feeling like I, I'm aware of how you feel. You may not say something, but I'm aware of your energy. Like, you know, when someone steps into the room and you just feel an energy, there's an energy shift. Yeah. Like that's how I think of emotional intelligence being emotionally intelligent to tap into that energy and say, okay, the energy's shifting in this room. I don't know what it is. So basically, imagine being at like a house party, old school, and a couple brothers rushing through the door or walk in. They just they might just walk in. You just sense the energy like, okay, there, there's, this, there's something's up and it's yeah. that kind of animal instinct or whatever it may be yeah. but I always put that I always used to put it down to I'm just on point I'm on point so mm. when I see something I'm on my ones and twos like cool exits are there exits are there my dog's over there my other dog's over there <laughs> check oh. check check boom if one's got something with me I've got something with me let me show sure everything's taking it back tuck, to 98 tucked in everything's <laughs> alright yeah, yeah. then but Within within up. within the space of five seconds, your spider senses are tingling. And you just you're aware, aware. and uh, yeah, that's what I put down to emotional intelligence. Just crazy. It's two points that I want to. You made a, so many points in what you just said, but mm. there was two things. One of those things um, I've forgotten, but the other thing I remember. I'm going to give you an example. So I went to a party in. So we're West London boys predominantly, but obviously we get about. That's how we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. Anyway, I went to a party, Chiswick kind of area. This is years ago. I think I was driving my first car. I must have been 18 because I was driving my first car then. And we've gone to this party. I can't remember which party. I know it's a female's party. I can't remember which one of my boys knew the female. We've gone in there now. We're chilling, blah, blah, blah. And do you know what's mad? I don't know if the listeners, whoever was into like old school UK grime, there was a guy called Sniper E. I've heard of yeah, 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 And he used yeah, to have this yeah. thing where it's like a karate. He's like, <laughs> he used to do this yeah and he was a special delivery that's it because he's a special delivery yeah so we're in the bedroom chilling and I think Channel U's on and he and that tune's on innit mm. anyway what's happened now is the girl who's having the party she knows man from everywhere mm. and at about one in the morning these East London guys have come down mm. and they just look booky as fuck they've come down hooded whatever so mm. we said you know what we haven't bounced but we've my brother just put his hood on and done his jack up like almost ready to go ready to rock one yeah. of the two do you yeah. know what I'm saying one job yeah ready to Kelly the rock or whatever yeah. anyway so we've chilling for about another 20 minutes half an hour we're like alright let's bounce because two sales a few of them Eastman were known to be bookie back in the day mm. and it's like even though we're in West it's not our part of West mm-hmm. so and we just bounced not because of them we've just bounced because it's now like it's a certain time now alright there's nothing here for us we've, we've done checked out the environment there's no girls blah 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 Anyway, the next day, whichever one of my bridges knew the girl, they've spoken and she said one of them Eastman jumped up a next man in the party. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just that thing yeah, it's that, you get. You it's get that, that sense. That sense. Something's yeah. going to go down. You can almost smell trouble. Like, you can sense it. Now I was going to jump in. I find it remarkable that people can't s- smell danger. Like, which but brings me- not to be rude, but you. It's a spirit I'm not saying now, like, exactly. But back in the day, that's why, not to be rude, guys, but for me, that's why. Man used to laugh, laugh at them country folk. Sorry, let me Because they just like, don't. When I used to walk past calves, bars, and people are sitting outside eating, and they have their phone on the Don't say, oh, this is all I'm like, yo, do you know what's going on in these streets? Sorry. Do you really know what's going on in these that, streets? That's what I was going to say. Do you like, it's, yo, forget Guy Ritchie, this is Snatch. <laughs> like, do you really know what's going on? Like, and that's the thing, these guys are too comfortable. Yeah. Do you see, when we were in um, Medellin. And that Columbia, I am mean. And girl lost her camera. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you might tell the story better than myself, so jump mm. in at any point. Mm. So, we're having drinks at this bar, alright? It's outside the bar. Outside the bar. Yeah. And, furthermore, I'm gonna find a. Pox, you find a photo, post the photo on Instagram. Oh, there's a photo of us playing the Bagels game. That was in a different city. But I don't huh? know what you're talking about. That was in Medellin. That, nah, Medi- that was in Cartagena. No, I yes, promise. I'm going to tell you right now that was in Medellin. No, it was in Cartagena. I'm telling you. That's where, that's right, where the camera know. got snatched. Now I'm playing Bagels. No, no, I'm, I'm talking you. about. That's when the camera got snatched. Anyway, let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> right. So the point I'm making is literally, we're all, we're all having drinks. We're all yeah. having drinks. I think one of the people say, yeah, I'm going to this and the third. 
me and Mason, I think we go inside, either to get a drink or go to the toilet. Um, and she decides to leave her camera on the table and probably do the same thing as well. What? Yeah, th- there you go. Yeah, because other people are still around outside yeah. that you don't know because you're travelling. You've met them a day or two before. Anyway, go on. So we get back to the table and she's like, like you see my camera? <laughs> I'm like, no. Like, and she goes, do you oh, know my- where you are? <laughs> oh my God, I've lost my camera. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm, the first thing I do, I look at Mace and I think, oh, she is magic. She, is, she left that camera, that five, six, seven hundred pound camera outside yeah. the table in Colombia, the home of Pablo Escobar. Listen, I'm not leaving my camera outside in Knightsbridge. Yeah. And you're in Medellin. Oh, my car got broken into in Knightsbridge. What do you mean? Was it there? Come on. Mm. Stunned, man, that someone would leave their camera. I, w- I couldn't believe it. Me and him were joking about this. I mean, very sad and unfortunate, but me and him joked about this for days. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't years. show any emotional intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that straight. <laughs> Not, I I'm looked at poker and I was like, yo, that's country folk for you, boy. Yeah. More money than sense. What is that about? Left your camera on the table. It meant you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I think, I think coming from the environment that we've come from is those sort of things we're going to be as I said I mean as we said it's it's experience like you experience these things so for us it's normal to be like okay well it's logical not to leave your personal belongings out in the open just because come on for for whatever reach you know what I mean come on man makes no sense you don't do the, you don't do them things there. <laughs> you don't do them things. Man don't do them things. You don't do them things there. Come on, makes no Come on, man. Do you know what? Real talk. When I go abroad, I could go anywhere. It could be the safest. I'm on my p's and q's. It's not yeah. my country. And yeah. even when I'm here, but to a lesser degree. Yeah, of course. I know a bit more about the law. Yeah. I'm on my p. Come on. You're traveling in Colombia. So Colombia. I think yeah. I think you do need emotional intelligence. So that, I don't think we, we got into it. I know we discussed it a few days ago um, in regards to IQ versus EQ. Yeah, I think those one of the probably the one of the questions I didn't ask yeah. um, Scott. But what what do you think is more important, IQ or EQ? Can I, Pete, I know you want to talk. No, nah, go on, go on. Let me go for it, I'll be quick. Do you know what's crazy? And it's mad, well, it's mad anyway, but one of the things, yeah, I, I, I I used to. Well, I don't. I still not. Still, I don't even want to use envy because it sounds like I hate on them. Because I don't. But I'm. It's almost like I'm so. Sometimes I come across someone who's crazy intelligent, and I'm like, yo, like, I respect your intelligence. Mm. Does that does that almost make sense? Yeah. I can list like someone like Akala. Yeah. Mad respect. I just think he's so. And it makes me proud that he's from a background that I can resonate with. Yeah. But anyone, it doesn't matter who they are, I could just respect someone's intelligence and be like, you know, like, that's crazy that... Yeah, A, it's some part of it is remembrance, so B, you could put it into context with certain conversations. Yeah. See, like, it's just, it's just crazy, and I respect that big time. But at the same time, like, I've got a good connection of social people, of a good social network around me. Yeah. And I think part of that is because people know like certain times it has a need or not even in times of need but other times I'll just I'm a man who 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 will respect you and also I can relate to you and help you with situations because I can reflect what you're going through in turn and maybe offer logical solutions show i.e. show a degree of emotional intelligence does that make sense? Mm-hmm. so I Definitely. think it is there is a balance required 100% because I've worked in workplaces where you got man in there, you got man and woman in there that are mad intelligent. And you're just, but sometimes you, can, I can't fathom what goes through their brain when they make certain decisions. Like, like, emotion, the, like logical. It's almost thing. like, what about the people? You know them ones? Yeah. It doesn't, I'm just like, what? But I think it, it mentions in the book, I'll have to find it at some point, where you get people that are high in IQ, but their EQ is yeah. almost non existent. And. Um, I know P was I think he was going to touch on that but basically um, actually no one let me find it before I even start I, writing I, it I, sorry no so just before before you find it anyway I mean I'll find it whilst I speak yeah, go I on. actually personally believe that EQ will take you further in life than IQ that's my personal opinion I think there's only so far IQ can take you but I think in order to I want to say successful to be successful in life which is very very broad in terms of whether it's raising a family friends and so on and so forth I think you need EQ 
just you know what just yeah. just to kind yeah. of touch on that point um there's a there's a excerpt that i'm going to quickly read mm. that's on page 34 mm. which kind of uh, backs up what you're saying p and i, I, def- I definitely agree with what you're wicked, saying wicked, wicked. Uh, perhaps a freshman with a sat math score of 500 had better not have his heart set out to be a mathemat- mathematician but if instead he wants to run his own business become a US senator mm-hmm. or make a million dollars he should not put aside his dreams the link between test scores and those achievements is a dwarf by the totality of other characteristics that he brings to his life and one of the things that you may see on Instagram or just just in passing and different quotes is a lot of A star students work for C C um, mm-hmm. C minus or or C mm-hmm. grade students, and that's because a C grade student one is can can accept failure and be emotionally intelligent and are willing to ask for help, and they'll get someone that's smarter than them to do what needs to be done if they can't well, do they it can't themselves. Fathom what they can't do, yeah. And what you find with a lot, I'm I'm not blank blanketing and making to say a sweeping statement yeah not all A A star students or A students will be working for someone that's got lower test scores than them Mm -hmm. but what you do find is and I I definitely found this in in university as well a lot of those students that were literally A stars and A whatevers they they didn't have no social skills and Mm -hmm. because they didn't have the time to almost develop it because yeah. they was always had their heads in the books. I'm not saying it's a detriment, but there was almost no balance. It was one or the other. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they chose the IQ over EQ. Mm-hmm. And for, for a C student, I think, well, I'm, I'm, I'm probably a C student on paper, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I'm academically smart, I would say, but. Street smart. You additionally, street, street smart, smart. And, and, and having those smarts has mm-hmm. played a good role in for me to to do what I'm doing now, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I think leading back to what you were saying in, in regards to IQ and EQ, it's definitely a balance is needed, depending on what your achievements or what you want to do in life will yeah. determine whether EQ may be a bit more favoured than IQ or IQ may be a bit more favoured than EQ. Because if you want to be a rocket scientist, EQ is not exactly gonna put you in good stead. Of, of doing that field whereas being a a musician and having to work with other musicians and, get, and, and enable people to get to, to believe in you give you your break you need that you need to be able to talk to people you need to be able to socialise and yeah. actually read someone and say okay they, they they look down let me say a joke and do you know what I mean may ch- change their whole mood up French, it is. everyone knows it it's one of those things when people invest in you, and that's not as musicians, but for some reason, because you mentioned it, yeah. they're investing not just in your music, in you. Look at all right, something that's happened just now, recently. Cristiano Ronaldo, Juventus signed him. Not The guy's 33. There's, they're no. They're, they've signed him for 105 million. For those, sorry, he's a football player, for those who are not football fans. They've signed him for 105 million. They're not going to recoup that signing fee. They know that. What they do know is people buy into the whole brand. They want Ronaldo's shirts. He's hardworking. He's got a son that he dotes on. They buy into the brand. They buy into him. Not just the footballer, but Cristiano Ronaldo, the complete person. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. It's the same thing. P? Um, I think French kind of um, touched on something I was going to say, I think, is in regards to actually... Actually, no, I had a question, actually, which I was going to ask um, Scott earlier, Mm. or and yourselves, actually, as to... Um, what job do you believe you can actually not get? I don't. I don't want to use the word get, but mm. where are your social? Yeah, what job can you get more so in your emotional intelligence rather than your IQ? But you've actually just gone into it, really. So you said things which I wasn't even thinking about. Social so, worker, counselor, social work, those kind of jobs super, for me. Definitely, yeah, definitely, I do agree with this. But you mentioned musician, uh, which I'll I think yeah, musician, a behaviour mentor, all that type of stuff. Well, it's, it's known that footballers don't about. have. Are not the smart a lot of them sorry yeah. a lot of footballers not the smartest but if you're thinking about professions which are not sporting I'm definitely going for things like your social work your family liaison work that kind of role where you you're you're um you're at the forefront of customer service does that make sense yeah, you know into the personal, personal skills exactly like every day exactly that but I think I might have mentioned before obviously which one I value obviously a little bit more but yeah. like, just asking this question to yourself what yeah. do you value more EQ or IQ 
Um, a mix. No, let's not do fencing. All right, I'm not fencing. doing fence. I'm not gathering splinters out here, my brother. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> my brother. If, if I had to choose one, I would go with EQ simply because I'm naturally emotionally intelligent. I would say it's. I would, yeah, definitely. I've always been aware. I think, as as you said, P, you was always aware of always having aware. emotional intelligence, and I was always aware of how people reacted. I would always be looking at someone's reaction. Yeah, or, I think I was always like that as well. Or even, and I didn't even know what I was doing that at the time, but like mimicking someone's behaviour and what that behaviour would do. And okay, so there, there used to be times when I used to be. Um, chilling with my dad or whatever watching TV and I always remember this till this day but like we'll be chilling and I'll just be watching him literally copying him um, with his legs crossed then he'll notice that my legs are crossed and he'll be like why are you crossing your legs and I'll, I'll just I can't more or less I'll be like I'm copying you he's like I'll stop doing that then I'll stop doing it but then he'll change position then I'll change position and I didn't even realise I was actually mimicking him do you know what I mean it was just those simple things but then going even further it was like being able to be aware in someone's pissed off whether they've said something or not like just the way they're breathing or just the way I, I can almost tell okay this person's not and I, again I didn't realise at the time but their arms are crossed or they're, they're in a certain way and it's like okay I just get a sense that you're upset about something and I could go over to them and, and almost what's wrong and, and and within talking to them you can see the tension start releasing and, and relaxing so it's having that emotional intelligence from from early that I thought for me was always useful and again going on further into life doing when you're around certain people in certain situations and whatever what not you become aware of your surroundings very quickly. You know what? It's funny you say that because I've kind of just peeled it to the front, of the very front of the book in terms of um, becoming very aware of things, obviously from a young age. And mm. the first thing that crossed my mind because we're talking about schools as well and yeah. why maybe some teachers are not quite in tune from an EQ point of view as to maybe their students and stuff like that. And I thought about it. And I thought, you know what? Emotion was something that was running high in my household from early. I don't remember anything I don't remember anything anything otherwise if I'm honest you know so um, I'm not surprised that I'm a bit more or more emotionally intelligent rather than maybe other people or maybe than in comparison to some of my other peers and stuff like that and mm. then there's um, something in the front why would you say you're emotionally intelligent sorry I'm going to challenge you right now sorry, sorry go why on. would you say you're emotionally intelligent um, again I don't even know I can, I can articulate that but okay um, so give me an example give me an example scenario where you've shown emotional intelligence um Okay, we had. I mean, this is the first thing. Thinking on anger, so we had this discussion. I think it was last week or Monday. So we spoke about um, road rage, where yeah. we're talking about obviously when I was driving, and a guy cut me up or something along those lines. I forget what the exact story was. And then he challenged me. I was angry already at this point, and he challenged me as to what did he say to me? Do you mean to embarrass you? Yeah. At this point, I'm already angry anyway. Not because he's cut me up or he's been rude, but I'm angry anyway. So he said, do you, do you mean to embarrass you? I'm like, what? And then he said the same thing again. He's with his girlfriend at the time. At that point, I was ready to get out of the car. But then I'm, I'm able... Me, yeah. physically, I'm ready to get out of the car. Yeah. But my conscious or my subconscious... It's has not that. It's... I don't know the terms, but it's amygdala. There's something that you process for, based on the book that you don't have control of in the first instance, mm -hmm. but after three or four seconds of thinking, you can control. Yeah, so like I, I've, I've always thought this. So I, I, I've... I mean, I speak to myself out loud, in my head, all sorts. Yeah. So a voice would tell me, actually, that's not a good idea. Although you would love to come out and really embarrass him, use his words on him, yeah. that's actually not a very good idea. I looked yeah. up, camera there, number plate, boom, boom, boom. It didn't even make any sense. And I said, I would love to take advantage of this opportunity. I've just been kickboxing this week, but this is not a good idea. And then you just kind of, not that I, get, not that I got back in the car, but I thought it wasn't a good idea, and I just left it there. But like, even touching on my not on my point as such, but touching on what I was where I was going was 
Um, there was an early passage in the book, and I read it just very, very briefly, and I hope it does actually make sense anyway. So, eight youngsters are wounded. No, so ah, so anyway, so I read the passage anyway. Eight youngsters are wounded when an inadvertent bump in a crowd of teenagers milling outside a Manhattan rap club leads to a shoving match, which ends in one of those affronted starts shooting a 38 caliber automatic handgun into the crowd. The report notes that such shootings over seemingly minor slights which are perceived as acts of disrespect Mm -hmm. have become increasingly common around the country in recent years now that was actually just after I think he he was talking about he was was talking about a few things he was talking about a few things I think which were in a newspaper and I've actually forgot what I was actually going to say but no sorry I haven't forgot what I was going to say going to Aristotle's challenge I think he says anyone can become angry that's easy this is what you mentioned French yeah Yeah. Yeah. but to good point but to be angry at the right person yeah. um, to the right degree yeah. um, for the right purpose and the right reason and and in the right and in the right reason sorry basically for the right way that's yeah. not easy at the right time as well yeah that's, that's not time. easy and I went on to write anyway I think Aristotle's quote is correct likewise being able to read another, another person's innermost feelings and rein them in I think is also a quality as well however I want to add to the context and a little depth to the passage and I was thinking about obviously people of my background, or I'm mostly Afro Caribbean, um, African, not that you ain't, don't claim Caribbean, bro, bro, bro. Um, anyway, <laughs> stop the separatism, oh, man. We're brothers, man. What's wrong with the mandem? It's Trumpism. What's wrong with the mandem? Anyway, so conquering the vibes. Anyway, so I was nah, because. Long story short, me and Poker are in a WhatsApp group together, and there's been a lot of talk of that this week or about African Caribbean, and Poker's been giving it to the Caribbean. So Excuse me? That's, what, that's why, man, this it's is a lie. lie. That's why this ain't I'm right. I'm not in right that group, so tell yeah. me more. Go on. No, it's all right. It's all right. This is a lie, by the way. <laughs> oh, post evidence on Instagram, you, you my brother. You, you, you can't, can, I've got no problem with that whatsoever. But actually, I've been very complimentary of anything. <laughs> so they don't want the yard man then to come for you. No, no, I've got no problem with that whatsoever. I've not been um, disrespectful in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, this person's anyway. Let me not get into that anyway, all right? Um, sorry, as I was saying, obviously, people from. Aristotle's challenge. Yeah, so people from like an urban background. I'm going to say urban background, anyway. Yeah. So people from like an urban background. From the hood. Um, they, when they go to school um, from a young age, generally, and this, this is widely known, um, in regards to their grades and stuff like that, um, generally quite high achievers. So in comparison to all their peers, it doesn't matter what colour, creed, or where they come from, yeah. their grades are generally very high. Hold on, I'm confused. French said from kind of low income families. What are you, you're saying? What I'm you saying the same thing. Okay, sorry. Yeah. But you saying don't matter what this, what that, what. Yeah, it doesn't matter what color, creed. Okay, or, cool. Yeah. What background? Yeah, but yeah, creed, yeah. same thing. Yeah, 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 I understand. So I'm it doesn't really matter where they come from. Yeah. Or we're high achievers. Yeah. But at the moment, high achievers have some grades. You get marked in school in primary school. Yeah, I think when going into primary school. Sorry, apologies. Me, I missed that. I the had the highest. Sorry. Right, right, man's yeah. grades were high, bro. Right, I right. missed that. When I went into secondary school, school. Yeah, so the, the moment you yeah, the moment you step into secondary, yeah. into secondary school, obviously at that point, I'm, my personal opinion is that obviously you become a bit more emotionally intelligent. Yeah. Um, at that point, your life does change. Mm. It's a complete. It's a complete contrast, obviously, from being in primary school and high school. Definitely. Go on, your hand up. You can finish your work, but okay, I'm. Cool. I, I'll, I'll, so things that I. So the things that I kind of highlighted, obviously, the things that become obviously problems um, as to the change of behaviour and so on and so forth, as to obviously the the passage in, the passage as to people being shot and stuff like that, financial, parental issues, uh, your parents themselves having issues, yeah. issues in society. Yeah. Let's not let's not sit and pretend those All of that. those from obviously minority backgrounds obviously have it a little bit different for those who are yeah, from this country, from a, a bit more privileged, background. yeah, privileged, um, and other and other things. Look. Do you know what? You raised a very you good point. I really enjoyed that point you raised there. And it's in, it is in the book about the fact that in your kind of primary school, people, it doesn't matter where you're from. You might be from a low-income background. Actually, you are an achiever. You, according to what the... what the um, IQ test and all that. Yeah, IQ test or the, the kind of government testing criteria that is currently in place in wherever you live. You are We are actually high achievers. And then we, seem, we tend to, and they put in inverted commas, drop off. It's not that. You're right, you've raised a lot of points, mm-hmm. become more emotionally intelligent, you're getting older now, you understand what's going on around you. It's no longer hidden what's going on in your household, what the financial struggles are. I'll, I pose a question to both of you. Do you think it's a thing where, especially when you're from a background where, I'm going to get straight to the root of it, money is an issue, where we recognise, actually, do you know what? Or not even money, money might be a little bit of an issue, but just that you recognise people around you have have more than you, right? That it's not them individually, but it's their families can offer them more. 
and provide more support. Do you think that we that well, I'm gonna say we because we that's what we essentially come from. Yeah. Do you think that we recognize at that stage, yo, I'm we we're intelligent to recognize, yo, money makes the world go round. I need to get this early, bro. Where, whereas those who ha- who are able to be provided for recognize that okay, it's not that important because mommy and daddy will support me until I get on my feet at say 25. Bro, as soon as you come out the gate, you know like what's going on. Like as yeah. soon as you know, you know when you're poor, bro. Like, yeah, I, I do believe so. I, I, like don't get me wrong, when I was young, 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 like we didn't know what poor was. But when I look back on it now, I was poor, bro. Like, like man ain't rich now, but yeah. I can tell you some you stories yeah. that to be like, oh shit, you was poor, bro. I can yeah, definitely like, tell you stories. 100%. 100%. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all have those, those stories of the, the crackers for, for snacks and where there's, there's, there's other things that... You had snacks? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you had, you had cream crackers with no butter and that, or... That's kind of tough, but... Or warming up... No, but like... <laughs> no, man knew that was poor, though, bro. Like, man knew that was poor, warming up the house with the oven, like... You know, like that, no heater in the house, so you have to like, I've turn the oven. Bro, I've had a cold war for months. Man's had a hard cause. Hard cause. No, no toothpaste, you salt and that. Bro, man's had it hard, bro. So, so man, man can't tell me, man, it from like the bottom, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But, like, so, so going back to being in school, you're fully aware that money makes the world go around because you're seeing other people with, like, so you go, like, where we used to go, we used to pass through Hammersmith Broadway, and Hammersmith Broadway was mad schools, like different school yeah, kids. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll get kids that go to private schools, you get kids that was from the hood. Yeah. There was a mix and blend. So yeah. you can tell, like, certain people's uniform was on point, certain people's well, weren't. Munchies, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Munchies and <laughs> yeah. No, but like, you was very aware that the uh, money makes the world go round, so yeah. you'll do certain things so you can, you can get so like you you go into a Tesco's and and rub it clean so you can have what? something to eat. Bro, my was on really crud, bro. Like, but you know, you know, so we've been moving away from money because I don't want to make us make I don't want to say us, but make people out to be. Well, yeah, I'm say us actually. Um, be out, uh, make us out to be like. Um, but money was an issue. It's, no, it's but what I'm saying say is that money. I think like. We were juggling loads of things. There wasn't a case. Yeah, it's just just mo- ju- yeah we weren't just money. We're, no, bro, it wasn't just money. We're no, that's what I'm saying. That was like, yeah, that was that like the yeah, nucleus. Yeah, that was yeah, the nucleus. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, See it there? Yeah. So we were juggling mad things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm juggling. <laughs> Juggling yeah. loads of things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, things are things mad. Because I know there's a part in the book where it talks about... Um, before, sorry, go on. Do you know what? Before you... Uh, there was a couple of things that you both brought up that I wanted to ask and go into a bit deeper. Yeah. I think the one... Firstly, um, to 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 kind of go back to the Aristotle's challenge, um, what what was your take on it, um, Mace? Because I know obviously you've answered, and we discussed it briefly a few days ago. But what what was your take on for the, for the for the listeners at home? Just remind them what Aristotle's challenge was. Um, anyone can. So basically, Aristotle's challenge is. He says, anyone can become angry, that is easy. But to be angry with the right person, to the right degree, at the right time, for the right purpose and in the right way, this is not easy. Uh, this is from the, Nicome- the, Nic- the Nicomichian ethics. Mm-hmm. I think that's something to do with um, Nico Machiavelli. It okay. sounds like it, but mm-hmm. that is, in, in essence, the challenge. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on it? How do you interpret this challenge? Well, I throw the question back out. Is it is there ever a time to be angry? And what and then and then you can take it deeper. What is in inverted commas anger? Do you, know what I'm you can really go deep with it. Yeah. Um, it's hard because, and do you know what this book I've read through. I've read through some of this book, and it actually it actually eventually because that comes quite early in the book, and then later on down the line, it actually says it actually almost states to you there is a time to be angry, but you have to make sure it's the right time and for the right purpose and yeah to kind of answer my own question to, to I mean you've brought it up and you've just answered it mm. when I first originally read that because that's literally the first thing that you read in the book yeah. my first thought and, and I'll, I'll read it verbatim is it causes us to self-reflect the challenge is almost impossible unless we turn inward and become angry at ourselves to which we've mm. added self-awareness come to a realisation 
that anger towards self has to subside meaning um it, it is almost impossible to be to be angry at the right person at the right time because if you do then take responsibility for the anger you holding on to that anger isn't going to help you do anything because i mean you, there is some people say well you need you you can use Relax. anger as a fuel and you can use anger as um something that can spur you on to do great things which mm-hmm. is true like some mm-hmm. some some many accomplishments are spurned on by anger you're pointing so go go ahead because no, poker made the point about alex ferguson earlier and i'm sure if if any of you out there have read his book or just listen to a couple of documentaries not just from him but players around him about players who have played under him one of the things they said is he knew which player would actually play better when you get them angry. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, of course. Whereas others, you do that and they'll go timid in their shell and they won't play better. But you have to be emotionally intelligent to know that because yeah. that even you saying that reminds me of my childhood when I had a certain coach and to be honest with you, looking back on it, it was a fucking cunt because he used to say some racist shit. Which about life coach? No, what? no, football F- coach. Football coach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? When I was younger, playing yeah. football back in the day, like, yeah. he, he was he was a cunt still, yeah. like, when I think about it, bro. Yeah. He used to say some, I'm thinking, like, I was about seven, eight, he used to say, man, say some racist shit, obviously, to try and get us amped up and, like, motivated, angry to go into the pitch and start kicking youths up and all them things there, do you know what I'm saying? But, like, you have to be emotionally intelligent to know who you can do that to and who you can't do exactly. that to. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it sounds like. But um, and at that age, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get wound up. Do you know what I mean? Especially coming from someone that's meant to be uh, almost a guy, adult. a mentor. Yeah, yeah. A, a adult that's yeah. meant to a have their best for football for life, for best interest in yeah. you. But obviously, yeah. yeah Yo, I see you, P. I see you with them flapjacks. Go on, yeah. dog. What was I gonna say though? But the second, the second question I was actually gonna um, By the way, I think bring you, up. Sorry, go on. I I don't know. Not that I disagree with it at all, but part of me feels you actually can't. Sorry, I think the last thing you said was it's almost impossible. I don't know if that come from the book or that was something you said. No, that's that's what I was saying. I'm not sure. Maybe I just think otherwise. That's too. To, for the challenge, I mean. I was in, I was saying. This oh, that is not easy. Yeah. It's not easy, but I do believe. There are the right, obviously there are right times where you can be angry. No, I'm not saying you can't be angry. I'm just saying, okay, so if you were to take responsibility for everything that happens in your life, mm-hmm. how can you then be angry at someone else? So I don't, so I don't quite mean that. Don't, so I don't quite understand that. If you take responsibility for everything that happens in your life, at mm-hmm. what point would you then become angry? Oh at no, someone? no, I'm talking. So, so the way I'm thinking, or the way I'm looking at it is, if someone does something which I find let's say offensive and I'm not talking about the, the simple stuff as in you're an idiot or something like that someone mm. who does something that's offensive I feel such so like for example let's go from um, I can't think of a good example can, say racial, for, a racial context so thank you let's go yeah, racial so like so like your mind you're like go on get you be cunt yeah something like that yeah, now I was thinking maybe you should have bleeped the the C word and not the B word. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I thought. That's, that's what I thought. That was backwards. <laughs> <stuff. laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But anyway, yeah, my response. Obviously, there's a degree to which you should respond, but I'm I'm fully taking responsibility for my actions. I think you, as a human being, the person who said that, you should have known. You should, yeah, you should have known better. Thank you. But is that going to make you angry? Um, I don't want to say that was a bad example, but maybe that's not an example I was looking for. But I think so. I right, so right, give another example. Um, your mum's walking down from the the market or the shop or whatever, yeah. and someone's stung a handbag. I'm getting mad. Are you going to be Are you going to be angry? That's a problem. Not for me. For him. Or, or oh, I was going to say her, but that's a problem. Yes, I will be angry in the show. Yeah. yeah, it's basic show. Of course, I'm going to be angry. Okay. Not, that's okay. not, and do you know what? Go no, on. Do you know what? And for the best interest of that single, of, of me and that person, I hope my mum doesn't recognise their face on who it was. Okay, so, all right, just to kind of play devil's advocate, like, you're, this person's done what they've done and then you may go and find out that the reason that they've done it is because their mum is sick in whatever and they've got no money at all and that was the only 
way that they can get money at that time and the moment. That's finding so, out after the fact. I, I'm not disputing whether, okay. whether you know this before. Obviously, you're not going to know this okay. before. Now I've got a different stance. I'm, so, it's so, a, it, I'm not going over there now to burst them. I'm yeah. going over them like, what you've done was wrong. I still need that purse, bag, back and whatever you, and the concert you took. But at the same time, if I was in your scenario, maybe I would go and lick some. So therefore... So I can now reason with you a bit better. Maybe I'll have a conversation with you now. Whereas before, it was straight head top team. So Do you get what that, I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's, but that's my point. So how can you be angry at someone at the right degree at the right time? Do you know what I mean? Facts. So, so I don't need the. I don't. I, I don't think I need the facts. Like, what, I'm, where am I getting these facts from? That's why like, you're my dog. <laughs> I don't know where I'm getting these facts from. I mean, yeah. I'm finding out the facts. That's why if man violate me, I know what to do. I don't. <laughs> he's mad. I don't know where I'm, like. I don't know even if I lick their box. I don't even know. So, right, so let me just let's move remove the me finding out about this down the yeah. third after. Okay, someone's robbed my mum. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So on and so forth. For me, I think you need to understand. Yeah, I, I'm not here to. I don't need to. I'm not going to say you're not going to be angry about it. Obviously, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I, I think I'm correct. I don't, no, the point I'm making is, I don't think. Can I have my bag back and give the person a, a verbal dressing down? Um, is going no, to of do much. Not. That's that, that's the point I'm making. I think you need to. I think sometimes people need to feel how you feel. No pun intended. I think people need to understand that. And I think sometimes, um, I'll be honest, a slap or maybe a little bit more. Is, is 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 needed so the person can actually understand how you feel and I won't go to the point where the person will be really really hurt but you will definitely be hurt and by the way I'm very emotional my emotions I can rein them in I'm very much in control of my emotions and I make decisions actually I've had to make decisions at, at points in my life actually this is a beating this, this is what qualifies for a beating because he was comfortable with of making the decision mm. to be very disrespectful and cross a line that is where my I feel I've got my emotions. I've had people. I've had, in fact, let me be honest. I've had people set me up. Yeah. All right. And I've had to sit. People. I'm your friends. All right. Set me up, and I have to sit there and think. If I let this go, if not even a case of like I let this go, is actually he's crossed the line, and he was comfortable in making the decision to make phone calls as to actually this is what I believe we or I should do. Actually, I feel. This is the, these are the consequences of doing such things. If you go, if I go today and I go rob someone's house mm. or, or do or commit a crime, mm. they're sending me to jail, all right? And prohibiting someone or putting someone in a box in a box for one, two, three, four, five years that is that is physic- physically physically or potentially or definitely mentally more so than physically um, imparting or or hurting somebody. I don't see the difference between giving someone. A sl- I don't see the difference in the two examples I gave. Mm. I don't know if you understood what I was saying. Like the police are quite comfortable in reprimanding people. I'm quite comfortable in reprimanding people as well. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'll be I honest. I don't need the police to reprimand them for me. And I've been down the road actually before where I've call, called the police about something and they said, "I'm sorry, sir. Um, our, our resources are. I'm not interested."